Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for you of part one of part one of Lucifer season five. Let me start by saying that when I review TV shows, it's a little different than I review movies. And longtime listeners of this podcast, at least the last year, coming up on a year here, um, will know. I watch a lot of movies. I'm a movie fan. I love filmmaking, the camera angles, and everything that goes into involved into making, whether it be an indie movie or a giant big-budget action fest. I just like movie making, and I can easily suspend disbelief and look at the art on display and take me away for two or three hours. TV shows most of my life have been disappointing compared to. Sure. I, I mean, I was addicted to TV as a, as a young lad. Every episode of MASH and Three's Company and, and every sitcom and every, you know, ugh. And finally, in high school, I kind of developed a life and got away from it. My parents really thought I was going to be addicted to TV for the rest of my life. And, and yeah, I guess I could have gone that way. But I discovered that I enjoyed playing music. I enjoyed uh, girls. You know, there were other things better than TV. And I got out of the habit of watching TV. So through that time, I still maintained my love of movies that started when I was a little kid. And, and seeing Star Wars and, and Jaws in the theater, movies like that really set in my mind that movies can take you somewhere else. And, and I've judged everything by those early movies that kind of set my, my mind in motion, as it were. So, like I said, I continued watching movies while I watched less TV. And when the 90s came around, I got a DVR because... Television was getting better, and there were certain shows I wanted to record. With a radio career, you never knew when you would have a live remote or a concert, and you're going to be gone on a Wednesday or Thursday night, and you're going to miss the show. And, you know, back in the day, especially before VCRs and DVRs, you just missed the show, and you hope for reruns in the second half of the season. But, you know, as time progressed, you had VCRs, and then we had DVRs, and, and now you can buy them on disc or watch them on streaming services, and it's not the same thing. With that being said... In the 21st century, starting with the late 90s and, and shows on HBO like Six Feet Under and Sopranos, television finally realized the dream of being movie's little brother. Um, not saying there weren't great shows all along. I love Firefly and a few other things, uh, uh, you know. But it was cable television that put enough money and enough star power behind TV shows to elevate them to almost to the level of long-form movies. Current shows like Westworld feel like a long movie when you're watching it. It just it it feels far above the level of most TV shows in its filmmaking and its writing and its references. Everything it just it just feels like it's a smarter, you know, top tier show. Not everybody's cup of tea. I totally understand, but just using it as an example. But there are all sorts of television shows now that are as good as a lot of movies that are out and are better than a lot of movies that get released. And I think that's a wonderful thing. But I still never expect a TV show to be as good as a movie. I just, movies are magic, TV shows are kind of magic. But like I said, there's a lot of current TV shows I like. I'm, I'm currently uh, re-watching season one of Warrior, which I think is, I watched, I thought it was going to be another chop sucky action-oriented TV show, and it actually has a lot of things to say about racism in the late uh, 19th century here in the United States and San Francisco. And uh, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's a better show than I gave it a chance for. And a lot of shows these days are better than I expect when I go in. So 
All of that being said, shows like Supernatural, I consider to be a guilty pleasure. It's two brothers fighting monsters, Monsters of the Week show that they kept going running for 15 years. Had good episodes and bad, but overall, it's an entertaining ride from some guys that worked on early X-Files. That was the reason why I got into Supernatural in the first place. And it kind of launched a whole genre of things like Grimm and other shows that get into mythology and horror stuff. Buffy the Vampire Slayer had a hand in this as well. Um, Making this palatable for the masses in mainstream television. And along come the comic book movies, and and they're looking for properties to make into television shows. And obviously, there's some you want to reserve for movies because they're that big, and others fit the box. Now, I have heard from friends of mine that Lucifer does not conform any way, shape, or form to its original story. They got the gist of it as the devil goes on vacation uh, in L.A. and runs a bar, right? And a lot of it different than the comics. But I haven't read the comics, so this review won't be comparing apples to oranges. This is a TV show based on a comic book that I haven't read. I really wasn't going to watch it because it was a CW show. You know, it's got a pretty guy starring as the devil. When I like stories about the devil, I kind of, you know... um, Devil's Advocate, <laughs> you know, I, I like things a little bit darker and more edgy adult. I think the devil would be darker and edgy and adult. So I really didn't give the show much of a chance. But for some reason, one night it was on a, a Netflix or whatever, and I started watching it and I liked it much the same way I like shows like Supernatural and Grimm. I, I, I'm not expecting Citizen Kane or Westworld, but it's entertaining. It's a Jerry Bruckheimer promotion production, so it's going to have a lot of attractive people in it. They're going to spend a lot of money on it, drive really nice cars, and have really nice locations. Okay. Um, and I watched the show, you know, in, in streaming form when it was still on the CW and became a fan. And when it ended, they canceled it. I thought that was a dumb idea because it was a show like iZombie that is not made for my demographic, so to speak, but I like the show. It's witty, it's funny, it's smart. Um, Not the best show I've ever seen, but highly entertaining. So when when Netflix picked it up, I thought that was great. I was hoping Amazon or Netflix would pick it up, pour some money into it, and do it right. And we got a fourth season that was good. It, it carried on the traditions of the first three seasons. It felt the same. It looked the same. You know, if it walks like a duck and like a duck and talks like a duck, it very much season four, good or bad about the stories, still felt like the same TV show. And that was great. Well, then we heard we were getting a fifth season, and now I understand we're getting some more because it's becoming that popular, and that's great. Things I like about the show, I'm not going to get into heavy spoilers for this, but you really have need to have seen the first three or four seasons before you listen to this, because I will talk about some things that, well, you wouldn't know about if you hadn't watched those. Okay, so minor spoilers ahead from this point on if you haven't watched previous seasons of Lucifer. Not going to get into this season much. What they have done with the characters, I like. Um, not always for the right reasons, but one of the things I was worried about when we got into the fourth and fifth season is we wouldn't expand on the individual carriers like they had done a pretty good job of in the first three seasons, from the from the psychologist to the, the angel brother to, you know. And they were introducing some new characters and doing some things in the fourth season. I was like, okay, this is going to get away from 
why I like a show is still as alien to me as it is to most people. You usually like the characters and want to see what's going to happen. Or you like the storyline or you watch the trailer. And for me, it's like I watch something I didn't think I would like and I like it. I like what they're doing with it. I, I think it's fun. It's it's as light as something like Bones, but it has a, a dramatic edge to it. But it's not as... Uh, um, I don't know what to say. It's not as supernatural as supernatural is. (laughs) They keep the devil and magic stuff to a minimum. It's more of a police procedural show with some interesting drama overlaid top of it. I like all the actors. I think they've maintained good roles throughout the series. But like I said, after the fourth season, I was a little worried that we're going to keep doing this. You know, we're going to introduce new characters, whatever. So that being said, I do like the show. Uh, It's not one that I own, but when it's on streaming, I do watch it. And... Here comes the fifth season. I was excited about it. I sat down and I watched the first episode. My first thought was, they're doing the twin thing. If you have been a fan of television for decades, every TV show at some point does the evil twin. I, From Star Trek to you name a modern show. Didn't The Office do it? I'm a fan of the British office more than the U.S. office. But anyway... Every TV show at some point, one main character has an evil twin that they have to deal with. Star Trek did it a couple of times. There was an evil Kirk. There was an evil Spock. And I know from, I did a little acting in high school and college, and I've been around actors and and situations like that as an adult. I get it, you know, wanting to do your craft. And it's like a a band playing a song that's out of their wheelhouse. You know, I I understand wanting to do more with a character or wanting to do more with your talents. But it's also become a huge trope in TV shows when the writers are getting lazy. And let's do an evil, and it'll let us highlight everybody's favorite character as the opposite of what they normally are. Believe me, it's a writer's trick, and they've, they've all done it. And, and some do it well, and some do it badly. And I was so worried that this was going to be bad. But it's been short so far. They kept it to a minimum before people figured it out. The characters are smart enough to figure it out. And they kind of semi, not. I'm not done with, but this is why this is part one of part season part one. We're getting two halves of season five. And I have only watched the first half of season five, part one. So this is part one of part one. There will be a second half of this when I finish the season. And then I will do another review when later this year or whenever they're going to do it. Netflix debuts the second half of season five. I was impressed when I got to the third and fourth episodes that they were able to turn my opinion around so much. The show still feels very much like Lucifer. And if you've ever watched Lucifer, it is what it is. And and it is still very much the same. The one complaint I would have, and this is not a hard complaint, you have to do some storytelling in TV shows. You can't stick with one storyline for 20 minutes and then cut to something else for 20 minutes and cut to something. You have to cut back and forth to keep people interested. If people don't like this character, that you know, there's, there's all sorts of reasons why writers and directors cut back and forth during shows. And it seems like some of the things they're inserting when they're cutting back and forth, they could have done in a better way, not to give anything away that happens with the characters, but, you know... I'm used to shows going to action scene to talk and things like that. But when you go to from talk to talk and you don't know how one relates to the other, anyway, that is all about the only negative. I am surprised with how good the season is so far. Uh, I'm ready to finish the rest of this first half of the season. And 
it boggles my mind that 24 hours after a season debuts, there are people on YouTube already explaining the end and talking about what's going to happen in the next season. I'm like, wow, you did nothing but the last 24 hours, but watch an entire season and digest it probably more than once. I can't even imagine. <laughs> but uh, people get paid to do that, so so be it. I'm watching it slowly because I'm a fan, and I don't want to watch it all in a couple of days or a weekend or whatever. So I'm halfway through season one, season five, part one. And I like it so far. And that's why I did this review. Because I posted something when I started watching the other one. I went, oh, they're doing the twin thing. And immediately people are like, oh, no, the twin thing. So I wanted to put out there that, yes, they are doing the twin thing in season five. But I thought he did pretty good with the accent. I, th- I think he really did. Um, I just, here, it's the mythology thing. Let's introduce a character we never knew about. Oh, and he happens to be a twin. And somebody who's involved, he already has a brother. You know, it it just, that, why did they never mention it in the four seasons before? And they're writing it up that he's always been in the background kind of pushing Lucifer into things. Okay, I mean, why didn't we know about any of this before? This is almost lazy writing. But it's all been executed very well. And hopefully it continues. So we'll see how they do with the twin thing. Like I said, everybody figured it out pretty quickly, not to give away too many spoilers. Um, Amenadiel and the rest of the characters, I think they're playing them out correctly. Learning a little bit about some, maybe we didn't need to know. (laughs) I won't get into details about that. Um, Everybody's had small chances to shine. I would like to see a little bit more with the characters, a little bit less with new characters we've brought in, even if it's the same actor playing a twin character who's different. And then he's got to go interact with everybody, and we don't get to see the main character interact with everybody in that episode kind of thing. But I like Lucifer. I'm glad they're continuing to make it. It, It's made me want to read the comic books, actually. Um, Like I said, I have a close friend who doesn't like the show because it's nothing like the comics. And that that I'm interested because I understand Preacher is, is, well, I did read some of Preacher, and it is a little divergent from the comics, but made some tonal changes as well. It'd be interesting to see what Lucifer does. Anyway. If you are not watching it yet, all the seasons are now streaming on Netflix all the way up through the first half of season five. You can get caught up if you're into this. It is based on a comic book, but there are no superheroes. It is based on God and the Devil mythology, but they... Well, they don't take as many liberties with it as Supernatural does, but they take a few liberties with it depending on what you're you know, familiar with in your background. Um, not being a big religious believer myself, I always find it fascinating to see how shows are going to wrap what mythologies around their storytelling. And this one's found an interesting way to deal with God, the devil, the relationships, and, and so forth that put forth everything that came after kind of thing. So... Yeah, I like it, and it's interesting, and the writers, although they have taken some lazy detours, they've taken some very smart ways to do those lazy detours. Does that make any sense? I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. I babble in podcasts fairly often. I'm trying to do at least one a day. Uh, I'm recording this on Monday afternoon, August the 24th, as the first bands of rain and wind are passing the Florida Keys. The uh, hurricane or tropical storm, Laura, whatever it is now, I haven't checked the forecast in the last couple hours. It may have changed. That's all. I just want to you know, cover my bets there. Um, Laura is passing way to the west of us. We're not going to get anything severe. It doesn't even look like um, our treasure coast is going to get much going to get some rain and some wind 
always expected. This is hurricane season. We live with that. But um, anyway, you might hear some sound effects in the background that are not a movie. That was real wind and real pelting rain every once in a while. And I'm not going to edit that stuff out. I think it gives uh, authenticity and vibrance. Anyway, I'm Scott Hamilton. My website is therockfile.com. I've updated it this week with some new links and stuff. Uh, The picture thing wasn't working, so I took that out until it was. Not my fault. It was a technical glitch on their end, on my hosts. So anyway, Uh, lots of links down below this as well of things to follow, check out, support, and all that. Would love to see you in all of them. I'm Scott Hamilton. Thank you very much for listening. (laughs) 